You are listening to TKO on CFIU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What's good? It's your girl Janan right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that's around the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game and where they are now. So, hey, everybody, what's happening? So, as always, I'm just so happy to be here today. You know, um, actually, this is our first episode um, ever since... Um, you know, personally, my exams ended, my university exams ended, and yeah, so I think the last exam day was last Friday, so I think, you know, if you go to U of G, if you go to University of Guelph, then your exam should be also over, so I, could, I couldn't be any more uh, excited than this, and just any happier than this, because finally, I'm free, and so are other Griffins out there, and um, well, if you're listening to this right now and you are a university student but you're still going through exams let me tell you this they will also come to an end and your your hardship and all all that toughness you know all the (laughs) all of the hard times that you had to go through studying for your exams they're also they're all going to come to an end and finally you would have you will be free. Yeah, that's all I can say. And just don't worry about them. And everything's going to be fine. Just don't worry. Just think about Christmas. I mean, Christmas is around the corner. Everything's going to be exciting. Santa Claus is coming to town and whatnot. And actually, speaking of, you know, Santa coming to town, Santa's going to be coming to town with a lot of exciting fight cards for us MMA and combat sports fans out here. And yeah, so we're going to be having phenomenal fight cards before the new year and after the new year in the beginning of, um, you know, the new year. So... Uh, yeah, a lot of major fights happening in January. You have to, you all have to keep an eye out for those. Uh, but I'm not going to be talking about them on this episode. Uh, okay, actually, so our 50th episode is going to be aired. It's going to be the first episode of the new year. So that's going to be really, really exciting. And on that episode, we're going to be previewing some of the major fight cards that are going to be happening in 2018. But that is not all. We have other uh, surprises and excitements coming up as well on our 50th episode because it's so special. It's, it's our 50. I mean, I can't believe it. Can you guys believe it? Can TKO Nation believe that we have come this far? We have accomplished 50 episodes, five zero episodes in. Man, I mean, every single one that we've done together, they've all been so exciting. And, you know, we've broken down so many historical fights. And, uh, you know, we're just... Um, you know, this is such a phenomenal journey, and I just want to thank all of you guys out there, TKO Nation, who keep listening to TKO every week, 
and to you know every single episode and just want to give a shout out to you guys because if it weren't because of you guys we certainly wouldn't be here okay so yeah shout out to you guys tko nation what else man so today is our 48th episode so today as always we're going to be breaking down some of the fights that happened this uh, you know over this past weekend so we had some boxing fights uh, happening and what else yeah we had some mma fights happening as well but i'm not sure if we're going to ha- uh, be having time to talk about the mma fights because the boxing fights were i guess more important you could say and yeah so as you might recall in our previous episode we talked about the fight that was going to be happening between uh montreal's very own and canada's very own uh, boxer and former champion david lemieux who was going to be fighting the current wbo um boxing champion the middleweight champion billy joe saunders so that fight obviously happened over this uh, this past weekend and uh you know, it was uh, it was interesting. That is all I can say. But I would definitely get into more detail in terms of you know what happened, what sort of things went down, and you know why it was a really weird fight and yet interesting. So <laughs> we're definitely going to be talking about that. What else? Oh, today. So because on our next episode, we're going to be exclusively breaking down the fights that are going to be happening on the UFC 219 card. So the very last fight card of the year in terms of MMA, because we're we're only going to be talking about that on our next episode today i have something special lineup for you guys so i'm gonna be talking about the top five fights of this year of 2017 you know it's just a personal thing but uh, you know if i actually talk about them you might actually agree with me disagree with me and um you know i'm just gonna you know uh, it's kind of like a throwback thing some of the fights that i'm gonna be talking about are kind of recent some of them happened you know many months ago and but they all happened in 2017 so these are the top five fights of um, 2017 in my opinion so you know, why not just give that a listen? Because, uh, you know, a lot of, um, let's just go uh, go through the, the history, you could say, because a lot of, just like I said, a lot of historical things happen um, in terms of combat sports and MMA over this past year. And so many phenomenal fights um, actually took place that it was really hard to narrow down, you know, which fights were the best ones to just narrow them down into a top five list. So it was just so hard to do that. But, you know, again, these these are the fights that I think were the most exciting and the, the best ones in, t- in terms of technicality and, um, you know, a lot of other things that I'm going to be talking about as well so yeah stay tuned for that and uh what else man so yeah i'm gonna be talking about okay first of all yeah i'm gonna be talking about the fights that happened over this past weekend and then i'm gonna get into my top five list of the best fights of 2017 so how about that huh you guys like that okay so without further ado let's get started so yeah as i promised so the fight between the Canadian uh, former champion, the former IBF middleweight champion of the world, David Lemieux. Um, He was fighting Billy Joe Saunders, the WBO middleweight champion. And, okay, um, as I mentioned before in our previous episode, so, okay, here's the background history when it comes to David Lemieux. So David Lemieux, he he was a phenomenal boxer. He actually obtained the IBF title, the IBF middleweight title for boxing for himself. 
But then when it came to actually defending it uh, in 2015, he was supposed to defend it against the uh, champion, the middleweight champion for uh, IBF, or not IBF, excuse me, WBO, WBF, um, uh, IBF. yeah, okay, I messed them up. Okay, so WBC, WBO, IBO, and man, I'm missing something else. But okay, let me just tell you this. So the champion who was the, uh, the middleweight champion who was the champion for pretty much other organizations, other boxing organizations, except for IBF, which um, David Lemieux was holding the belt for. Okay, so I guess that will make more sense now. So Triple G. Gennady Golovkin was a champion at the time for all of those other organizations and he was holding the belt for himself for, for the middleweight division for all of those other boxing organizations, WBF, uh, WBO, all of those, okay? And David Lemieux was the IBF champion for middleweight. So to unify their title, what they did was they just wanted to fight each other. And um, unfortunately, David Lemieux, that was the you could say most recent loss that he had on his um, professional boxing career. So, you know, the very first time that he actually had to defend his IBF title, unfortunately, he lost it to Triple G. And, you know, it was a really tough loss. But then after that, all of the other fights that David Lemieux had, he had been winning over and over again. And he had been so dominating in his fights. And um, he was just doing really well. And in the meanwhile, Billy Joe Saunders, he becomes the WBO champion, WBO middleweight champion. And now, I mean, he he too had been super, super dominating um, in his um, organization in that weight division, in the middleweight weight division. And, um, you know, uh, the, the promoters actually thought that, you know, why not have these two guys face off each other? And whoever wins that fight, you know, could be a um, contender in terms of, you know, potentially fighting Triple G again to unify his belt with his belt and um, whoever wins is going to be the middleweights not just for one organization but the unified the undisputed middleweight champion of the world in boxing okay so you know from many many aspects this fight between David Lemieux and Billy Joe Saunders was a very um, determining fight okay and um, coming into the fight every guy you know, I mean both opponents they really seemed to take it seriously and um, because because it was such an important fight and um, it was such a determining thing the results were actually really important in the end but okay coming into the fight it's also important to mention that um, the fights were happening in Quebec in um, Laval Quebec and um, a lot of um, Quebecois fans um, and the audience just cheering really really hard uh, for um, David Lemieux because Lemieux just like I said he's from Montreal and um, you know the entire crowd obviously wanted David Lemieux to win and um, you know all of those things and Billy Joe Saunders is from England Anyway, so the two start fighting and, um, you know, let me just talk a little bit about the, the, you know, how confident each guy looked before coming to the fight. So during the weigh-ins the day before, Billy Joe Saunders, I mean, such a trash talker and, um, you know, some of the 
basic things that you need to have as a fighter. You know, you need to have a little bit of that showmanship in you to try to basically sell the fight and try to make people excited and hyped up for that fight. And you usually, I mean, as of recently, this is this is becoming a trend, you know, even even more now because you see fighters just doing a lot of trash talking and um, you know usually you see that in MMA and um, sports like that but as of recently you actually see it in boxing too I mean people usually think of boxing as a really classy and you know it's all business and whatnot but I mean if you really want to sell the fights you have to do a little bit of trash talking and a little bit of showmanship so that was what uh, Billy Joe Saunders was actually doing. He was trying to get into um, David Lemieux's head and whatnot, try to scare him a little bit, intimidate him a little bit. And um, during the weigh-ins, actually, Billy Joe Saunders, just like I said, he was doing a lot of trash talking. But David Lemieux, even though he wa- he knew that he was fighting in his um, home turf, you could, you could say he's fighting in Quebec. He, he has the entire crowd behind him. He doesn't say a word, a single word to Billy Joe Saunders to, you know, to counter that trash talk or just, you know, respond back to him. He doesn't say a single word. And, um, you know, Billy Joe Saunders is just um, doing his best to, um, you know, make him really scared in the head. But David Lemieux, he isn't saying anything and he's just looking at Bill Joe Saunders and um, something in his eyes just doesn't seem right. There's this, um, you know, a, a sense of um, being um, scared and f- a sense of fear in, in David Lemieux's eyes. But I don't know. He's just trying to laugh off the trash talk that uh, Billy Joe Saunders is presenting, presenting to him and whatnot. But I mean, that's just how I saw it in the in the weigh-ins, and I wasn't exactly sure that David Lemieux's mind and his entire, um, you know, headset, you could say, mentality was in it at that moment, and whether or not he was actually ready to go and fight this guy who's talking so much trash to him on fight night. So the night after, anyway, let's just talk about the actual fight. So the fight starts. Okay, this is really weird, but. Ever since the very beginning of the very first round, David Lemieux, he's trying to throw punches towards Billy Joe Saunders. But Billy Joe Saunders, I personally haven't seen anybody like him in terms of the the way he's fighting, the style of fighting that he has. And it almost reminds me of how Muhammad Ali, rest in peace, used to fight. You know, he was just, you know, he has such great footwork and he's constantly moving around. He's so dynamic in the ring and uh, he's not just standing there to be hit. He's constantly moving around, dodging punches and strikes. And, um, you know, he doesn't really have his guard up. Uh, His hands are down. But because, just like I said, because he's just so dynamic and able to, um, you know, uh, duck away those punches, he's just being so successful with um, not letting David Lemieux actually uh, connecting uh, a punch to his body. And that's just super, super interesting to me. And just like I said, I hadn't really seen a lot of guys out there, especially in in the modern era of boxing 
do things like that. So, you know, from that very, (laughs) from that exact second and moment, I realized, okay, there's something different about Billy Joe Saunders, even though you guys already know, and in her previous episode too, I told you guys how huge of a fan I am of um, David Lemieux and, you know, he's Canadian. I feel like everybody should uh, root for him, especially all of us um, Canadian combat sports fans out there. We, We should all root for him, but you know, you can't really help but think why David Lemieux was just just kept failing despite, you know, no matter how how hard he tried to uh, dominate over Billy Joe Saunders, he, he just wasn't being successful. And um, it just really sucked to watch him, just like I said, because initially you were rooting for um, the Canadian guy, David Lemieux, but he, he, he was just, he wasn't the, the same um, as as he was before in his previous fights, I don't know what happened to him. And I feel like the main question to ask here is, so, you know, why was he fighting like that? It just really didn't make sense. I mean, he had faced guys like uh, Billy Joe Saunders before. I mean, in terms of um, physicality and, um, you know, the fighting style. Billy Joe Saunders is a southpaw, okay? And um, um, David Lemieux is actually orthodox, so... You know, usually when you have two opposing um, fighting styles, especially in boxing, fighting each other, you have to, especially as an orthodox guy, you have to figure out um, smart ways to fight the southpaw guy. But in this case, David Lemieux was making such stupid mistakes that even an amateur boxer would know not to do okay because just like i said there's some basic things that you need to know if you're an orthodox and you're fighting a southpaw there's some basic things that that you know not to do but david lemieux was actually doing them and i don't know what was going through david lemieux's mind but it was just really tough to watch. And let me tell you this. I'm going to be super honest with you guys. I actually stopped. I, I stopped watching the fight um, after 10 rounds. And I know there were like two more rounds remaining. But I just couldn't I just couldn't watch it anymore. Because I, it was just so frustrating to me. Because, okay, David Lemieux. There's a reason why you used to be the champion. The IBF champion. But what happened to you? You, you were making such ridiculous mistakes that even an amateur boxer knows not to do but you're still doing them so it just made me wonder perhaps uh you know maybe there's some i'm not allegedly allegedly perhaps somebody told you to fight this way so that billy joe saunders is gonna win this fight and whatnot but okay okay allegedly allegedly i'm not accusing anybody of doing anything but i'm just saying because it was just so bizarre to see such a high level guy fight like that so it just made me wonder you know and um okay long story short let me tell you this billy joe saunders won all 12 rounds of that fight david lemieux won zero rounds zero rounds yeah you heard me right and i've i've never seen i mean especially in the in the past few years that i've started watching boxing and i've started becoming such a huge fan of boxing i've never really seen a fight being so one way like that so billy joe saunders was the complete dominator in that fight and he won all uh you know (laughs) he won all the rounds against david lemieux and um obviously he retained his title and now 
there's some talks about uh, Billy Joe Saunders fighting top level guys like um, Canelo Alvarez who recently fought Triple G or perhaps even Triple G himself. Um, I, w I mean, personally, as a boxing fan, as a combat sports fan, I would love to see uh, the fight between Triple G and Billy Joe Saunders because I feel like it's going to be a clash of styles. I mean, Triple G himself is such a technical guy. And uh, Billy Joe Saunders, his style isn't something that you uh, that is really conventional in the modern day in the modern era of boxing so i feel like it's going to be a very interesting fight between triple g if we do actually get a fight between triple g and billy joe saunders i feel like it's going to be a very interesting fight you know how triple g is going to um tackle all the things that um all of the challenges and obstacles that billy joe saunders is trying to present to him and how billy joe saunders is going to overcome all of that technicality all of that great speed and power all the great things that um, triple g presents how how is he going to tackle all of those things so if we do get this matchup in the upcoming year i'll be i would just be off the roof because it's gonna be such a phenomenal fight and as for david lemieux i mean I, I will still be a fan of David Lemieux no matter what. I mean, it's just like a personal preference, you could say. But I was just really disappointed with the way that he fought um, on Saturday night. You know, I, I, I was just, I wasn't expecting that at all. So, um, you know, even though I'm disappointed, but I still give him, you know, shout out, shout out to David Lemieux. No matter what, you know, especially as a Canadian fan, I will, I will just um, root for you no matter what, man. And... Um, Shout out to Bill Joe Saunders because I just became a fan of him. And um, I mean, I'll be also rooting for him and the upcoming fights that he's going to have and whatnot. So overall, even though it was, there were some disappointments, disappointments on fight nights, I actually became a new fan of Billy Joe Saunders. So that's a good thing, I guess. So yeah, man, there is that. There is the breakdown of the Lemieux and Saunders fight. Yeah, man, I don't know how you guys felt about that fight. But yeah, it was just a really weird fight for me to watch personally. Okay. Anyway, so, okay, let's quickly talk about the top five fights, the top five MMA fights of 2015 or 2015 what oh my god what year am i stuck in what oh my god wow 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 okay yeah so not 2015 2017 <laughs> here are the top five fights of 2017 y'all starting with number five and again these are all my <laughs> this is all in my opinion you might think something else but the, this is how I saw everything go down, and, and you know, especially with um, all the fights that happened over this past year. Okay, so starting with number five, so the fight between Rose Namajunas and Joanna Janjacek. So as as you guys might recall, this was for the strawweight championship uh, belt, and Joanna Janjacek was the champion at the time, and uh, she was just being such a bully to Rose Namajunas, and Namajunas just comes out on fight nights as if she's just. Uh, you know, <laughs> she's had visions of winning on fight night or something because she does it so smoothly. And it feels like Joanna and Jacek isn't being her usual self. And she's not throwing as many punches. And Rose Namajunas just displays such great talent and um, such smooth striking skills. 
and knock out power. I mean, you don't usually see people knocking each other out, especially in the lighter weight division. So in this case, in the 115 pounds for, for ladies, you don't usually see a lot of knockouts. But in this case, Rose Namajunas knocked out the former champion, Yoana Njajic. And Rose Namajunas is now the current strawweight champion in the UFC. So shout out to Rose Namajunas. And um, yeah, that's the fifth fight of the year. Moving on to the fourth fight of the year of 2017, I would give this one to Francis Ngannou and Alistair Overeem. You guys might recall this fight just happened like two or three weeks ago. And I know it wasn't so much of a fight, but I still want to give this fight props because every time I watch it, I just don't get <laughs> I just don't get tired of this uh, of this fight. I, I can watch this fight over and over again. And, um, you know, this fight, as you, might, as, as you might recall, this fight actually ended in the very first round. Um, the two, as you might recall again, were um, exchanging some punches. There were really hard punches and shots. And uh, out of nowhere, actually, you see Francis Ngannou throwing a massive, massive uppercut slash hook you can't really distinguish between the two because it's coming from a really weird angle but from the way um Alistair Overeem's head just snapped back it kind of looks like an uppercut but whatever it was and it doesn't really matter how many times you watch it in slow motion no matter what it was it it was so brutal to watch and so brutal for Alistair Overeem to actually absorb because as he went down, his head just bounced off the canvas and his entire body was so stiff that it was just so scary to watch. But it was such an interesting fight. And because of this fight, Francis Ngannou is getting a title shot against the current champion, Stipe Miocic. And that fight's going to be happening in January of 2018. So, yeah, stay tuned for that fight. Okay, moving on quickly to the third fight that I think was a really good fight is a fight between Robert Whitaker and Yoel Romero. So this one was for the interim middleweight championship and uh, even though I okay I really like this fight because nobody really believed in uh, Robert Whitaker as a contender and everybody was saying oh man Yoel Romero is gonna uh, whoop his butt and whatnot but actually it was the exact opposite because Yoel Romero I mean he's he's wrestled he's he's endured so many tougher um conditions you could say in the olympics when he was um wrestling for the cuban olympic team and whatnot you know he's been through so many tougher things but that night he got totally schooled by robert whitaker who was about 10 or 12 years younger than him so again shout out to robert whitaker i'm a huge fan of him and he also is going to be defending his title against uh, luke rockholt in 2018 Okay, quickly moving on to the second fight. This one is a fight between Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson and Ray Borg. And <laughs> you probably remember this fight because, first of all, this fight, um, you know, for the first four rounds, it was just such a tough battle between Ray Borg and Mighty Mouse. And uh, no matter, you know, how hard Ray Borg would try in this fight, Mighty Mouse would still counter him and would still come on top. And actually, in the towards the end of the fight, in, in, towards the end of the entire fight, Mighty Mouse... 
uh, does a ninja move, you could say, because he suplexed Ray Borg and goes for an armbar midair. So that was just one of the things that you've never really seen in the entire game of MMA. So again, shout out to Mighty Mouse. And the first fight of 2017, the best fight of 2017, you could say, drum roll, please. So I'll give this fight to Eddie Alvarez and Justin Gaethje. And again, this fight just happened. It was I would say it was the most violent fight of the entire year and um, because both guys fought their freaking hearts out and it, it was just really brutal for both guys but Eddie Alvarez came on top he brawled his entire heart out you could say and it was just such a tough fight and a really really good fight between t these two guys and um, Eddie Alvarez uh, won in the end and again it doesn't matter how many times I watch this fight, it's still so interesting to me. And I bet it is the same way for many, many other fans out there as well. So yeah, man, here are the top fights that I thought were deserving to be talked about. You know, the top fights of 2017. And um, yeah, here they are. Um, again, these are, uh, in my opinion, the best fights of the years. You know, you might have another opinion or whatever, but these are the fights that I thought were the best ones of 2017. And uh, with that, I would like to say, unfortunately, that's all the time we're going to have for this week. Make sure you guys go to CFRU.ca to catch up with TKO. And until next time, it's your girl Janah right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.